Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you to the ESW, Jay, Tempest, Brianna Lynn, Daddy J, Fabe, Embers, William P, Lady, Claire, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, John M, Cassie, Primal Empress, Kaze, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Slut Queenie, Alice Dash, Totoro and Bunnykins, Butte Payne, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Jam Today, and Run for Cover. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, Patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Today's episode was inspired by a TikTok kerfuffle, but not one that I was personally involved with. For once, I was an, I was an observer I actually was going through a period of time where TikTok was shadow banning me. So anything that I responded to wasn't getting any traction, which kept me out of the limelight. Well, it's a damn good thing that I wasn't aware of this or I probably would have gotten in trouble. Oh, yeah. In fact, what's really funny is when I started to talk to Dara about this episode during our patron behind the scenes recording, she was chomping at the bit to give her opinions and i told her she had to be quiet and, sh- and hold on to them till we get to recording the actual episode and i turned purple yeah you did <laughs> all right let's let's open up the curtain and tell them what this is all about and specifically this is about age play versus age regression the term little it's it came about it actually started because there was a big disagreement about whether or not littles are considered age players or age regressors, and can little can somebody who's in little space consent? So since Dar and I both identify as age players, figured it was time to talk about this and maybe clear up any confusion. I'm going to talk. Okay. I'm not going to yell. That's good because I've got the earphones on and it'll hurt my ears. So okay, I might yell a little bit. All right, can you warn me and I'll take the earphones off? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Headphones off. My daughter gives me grief because I'm an old lady and I don't use the right terminology. There's headphones. There's earbuds. There's no such thing as earphones. What? Sorry. Did you seriously call them earphones? I did. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm going to apologize. The headphones. I've got headphones on. I know. I'm old. I I, I, I think I'm hip and cool. And, I'm and then you come up with shit like that. that. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm, good. Thank you. I needed that. That actually released some tension that okay. I've been holding in <laughs> like a big gas cloud that's about ready to nuke out. Would you like to explain the terms age play and age regression? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> have to gather my thoughts. <clears throat> Both the t- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Damn it. I might be littling out already. I'm like actually bouncing right now. Okay. Um, And it's not from excitement either. It's from like actual anger. Okay. So both the terms age play and age regression are similar in that in most people's heads, it leads them to believe that they're the same thing. They're they're relatively similar. Mm -hmm. I get it. They do kind of look alike. They do kind of act alike. They can be used interchangeably within the the problem is, is and this is where we run into the problem is they actually are used interchangeably. They shouldn't be. Right. It's one of those because they are different things. But I find a lot of people do use them interchangeably. And this is where we're getting into trouble. It's it's connotation versus denotation. Once again, that's a huge problem with literally everything in the kink world. Every term has a dictionary definition 
And then there's the connotation, which is the cultural definition. And that changes. That changes by from experiences, personal experiences. That changes by your actual culture. And it changes by how much TikTok videos you watch. A lot. <laughs> so, like, there's a huge difference in that. I may have an addiction. Yes, carry on. A little bit. Yeah. Age play versus age regression. Age play is a form of sexual or non-sexual. I have to throw that in there or Rara will come after me. Role play in which one or more consenting adults, let me stress this, consenting adults pretend to be an age different from their biological one. So me as a 38-year-old consenting adult acts like a three-year-old to a six-year-old, depending on you know where I'm at in that space. I have, I struggled with this in the past. I struggled accepting it. But now that I do, I, I do it all the time. I slip in and out of it regularly and it is my choice to do so. All right. So an example would be the caregiver little middle whatever dynamic. It's called CGL, caregiver little. Little is the umbrella term. And, the, yeah. and even with that, I've heard people disagree on that. They consider age player the umbrella term, not little. Again, it's, it's right. But for many people, little is the umbrella term. And within little, you've got your ABDL, adult baby diaper lover. You've got your littles who which, identify between about... I, I think we established it like was between three, two and like 11. Yeah. Something like that. And then you've got your middles, which is 12 to 17. Yeah. And... Don't we what they don't include in age player, which is interesting, and I think that's why a lot of people forget it's an option, is role playing older. Mm -hmm. I personally have never met anybody who does it, but it exists, folks. Well, and so I don't know what what what, we don't have a term for the people who role play at an older age. It's definitely not. I mean, age player is the only one I can come up with, but I maybe the only people I can think of that would do that is the caregiver. Maybe. Like if you have an 18-year-old caregiver who's pretending to be like in their 30s or 40s, maybe. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, But again, one person has the role of the caregiver and one person has the role of the Mm -hmm. age player. Right. And they act like they're little. They're younger is typically it. Like we've just discussed, you know, they can be older, but I've never met anybody that does that. So typically well, younger. I ran across one example where somebody says that they act as a tacky older cougar lady so they can turn their partner on. That's hysterical. I like that. See, I don't act. That is me. I am the tacky older <laughs> cougar lady. It's not an age play for me. <laughs> How old is Diesel? He's only two years younger than I am. So Okay, so you're not that so much he, of a cougar. According to my, my child, he is age appropriate for me. Okay. Unlike some of the other partners I've mm-hmm. had. Yeah, like baby fireman. Oh, enough. I can't. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun. Who's Mrs. Robinson? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that still makes me laugh so much. That's worse oh, than Rock Hudson, uh, well, right? And by the way, we ran into somebody else yesterday who didn't know who Rock Hudson was. So it's not just And they're Dara. my age. And not just actually, I think she's, she's a little bit older. She's like two years older than me. So, okay, so we found somebody else who didn't know who Rock Hudson was. All just right, saying. all right. She's technically, if she's two years older than me, she is technically Gen X. Yeah, she's just on the baby end of it. Yeah, I'm like an elder millennial. <laughs> That's yeah. Anyway, not the kind of elder I want to be ever. <laughs> Right. So anyway, people who engage in age play are doing this because it's it's a type of power exchange. It's the, it's the power exchange part of it that is arousing. It's not necessarily the child play aspect of it. See, and this is where for me, even the term age player is hard for me because I'm not playing at the age of 15 or 16. There is a part of my personality. There's a part of my body that still thinks it's 15. I mean, I'm reminded I'm not when I try to get up off the floor. But <laughs> <laughs> or out of bed. Yeah, out of bed in the morning. But there's a part of me. So for me, it's not about the power exchange. I can totally middle out without a caregiver, dom, daddy dom around me at all. It is just a part of my personality. But I still don't identify as an age regressor. 
definitely not for me either. So here's the thing. I personally do not feel like I'm 38 years old. I'm like permanently late teens, early 20s. That's how I feel. My personality normally is that age range. However, I will slip into being three years old at the drop of a hat if given the right Mm -hmm. situation. For a lot of people that I've spoken to, their the age play role, their little, their middle, come out as a way to be comforting. They're stressing. You know, sometimes being an adult sucks, let's face it. Uh, most of the time being an adult And so sucks. to pretend you're not an adult and let somebody else be the adult for you, that's really comforting. I personally, my middle only comes out when I'm happy. When I when things are hard, things are tough, my middle hides because, you know, she doesn't want to be in charge. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. It's time to adult, you adult. I adult. So that's another reason for me. I, I use the term age play because I'm not an age regressor, but I don't play. Right. It's it's difficult to like the psychology behind this is like really difficult to pin down. And like for me, I was once told and I want to say it was actually you why I picked or did not pick why I age play the age that I do. Oh, it's an article that I read once. Yeah. And it was a couple of years ago, too. Um, Something about it was the time in my life when I needed the most attention. So now I slip into that when I need attention. It is, according to this article that I read, the age that you identify as has something to do with a trauma that has taken place in your life. And you, and this is what's interesting because at the time, I didn't know about age regression other than, you know, like what you see with movies and TVs yeah. and dissociative identity disorder and all of that. And that definition of a trauma that happened when at this age is why you, that's age regression. That's not age play. And yet, What's interesting, though, is I agree about that with the age regression, that that's more with the trauma related. But as much as I don't regress, because I'm never not me, the adult, Mm -hmm. my age of 15, 16 was a time in my life when something, I don't want to say traumatic, but something life altering happened. And that is basically I left life that I had in New York, where I was part of a large group of friends. I had a boyfriend. I was involved in student government and choir. I was a cheerleader. I had a fucking good life. And my parents picked me up and moved me to Arizona. So the New York Jew was transplanted to Arizona, and this was 1981. So it's not the Arizona that it is today if you go there. Oh, fuck you, bitch. Just shut up and let me talk. Yes, you were not born yet. I know. Which also means, which also means, just so you know, I had oral sex before you were even ever born. So fuck you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was a virgin, but I had oral sex. Okay. Are we done now? Sure. For making me feel old? I'm blank faced. Yeah. Blank. All right. So that it it totally changed the trajectory. I can't speak. Trajectory. Yeah. (laughs) Trajectory. That's what you looked like you were trying to say. Trajectory. Uh-huh. It's easy for me to say resources, but that's okay. Oh, look you how did. well I did. <laughs> you did. The trajectory of my life. It changed everything. Had I stayed in New York, all my friends went to the same college together. A very different life that I ended up having. So I always thought that was fascinating that here, maybe my, within my middle, I want to go back to that time. Mm-hmm. So for me... The closest I can come up with is my little brother was born when I was 22 months and he's special needs. So he took a lot of attention, a lot of time, a lot of resources away from me. Not so easy to say. No, I said resources just fine. Thank (laughs) you. It just, it took a lot of, as selfish as this sounds, it took a lot of attention away from me. I get it. I have triplet... Net two nephews, niece, and one of the three is severely autistic. And I've watched the other two always having to make adjustments for the autistic ones. It so sucks. I get it. It sucks. Right. Because you end up 
you have to make, if you don't make the adjustments, then you feel guilty that you don't make the adjustments, but you make the adjustments and you hate the fact that why you always the one has to, yeah, yeah. that is life altering. I I will say though that this kid can clap back like nobody's business. Like I once told, I was, right. So in typical older sister fashion, we were in the backseat of the car going wherever and I started pulling on his leg hairs. I had a sister, so there were no leg hairs to pull on. Yeah. Well, I looked at him and I was like, geez, kid, you're a werewolf. And he goes, yeah, well, you're adopted. <laughs> Nobody knows where this came from. I don't know if he saw it in a movie or something, because a lot of times the stuff that he picks up on are is from movies. <laughs> so another example, he did this at Christmas. All right. We were all sitting around and I don't know who said something to him, but he goes, <laughs> he goes, read my fuzzy pink lips. And all of us are immediately thinking, what? Because fuzzy pink lips, you think of not what he was talking about, but Mm -hmm. apparently it was from like Chronicles of Narnia. They're animals. They talk. I understand. They have fuzzy pink lips, but that's not where any of our brains went. Yeah. Because we're all dirty fucks. Anyway. I respect that about you. I I admit it freely. Okay. But yeah. We get along. Yeah, probably. Well, you know, see, now age regression is when an individual psychologically returns to a mental state that is younger than they are. They regress it goes back to a so few years younger to it, complete infancy. It's quite a broad range. And that one is the thing that I think is more typical for um, the trauma, right? That seems to be, it's very, it's about, it's a way for the regressor to relieve stress, regulate emotions, and or deal with past traumas. And sometimes it's used in therapy. There's actually age regression therapy. Oh, yeah. Where they're returning to a safer state of mind, right? And the mental headspace can vary from it's fun to it's traumatic because you're reliving a trauma. Right. And you're trying to deal with it. And I think this is why the two terms get used interchangeably and get so confused. Well, it's because because people don't understand the difference. Well, because you've got people like me. Right. Who the age that I, I, my middle identifies as is related to a traumatic life altering thing. So to say that I might be trying to go back to a time of happiness before this trauma happened, you might look at that and going, well, that's age regression. And yet mentally, I'm still a fucking adult. Right. I'm never not an adult. So. Is it age play? Is it age regression? Which is it? I would I would still consider that age play. It's not something that has truly like traumatized you for the rest of your life that you don't recall and you need to have therapeutic sessions to go back to. So like for me, if I'm age playing as a three to six year old, my brother was already born. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back to a time before he was born. It's after. Right. But as I saying, that's why I understand why people tend to use the terms interchangeably. I could easily see that if I hadn't done this research and I didn't know all this to say, well, I age regress. No, not me. I've right? never said that. I I am fully, I'm a full believer in the fact that they are two completely different things. Mm-hmm. That's my stance. That's, I, that's my stance too. I'm just saying as I understand the people who have difficulty wrapping their head around the fact that they're separate. So that... The kink, what we do within kink is age play and not age regression. Are we going to talk about the the reason that this started, the kink talk video? I thought I did. No, the the one where he was calling it pedophilia. Oh, uh, yeah, I was. I just, that was going to be later on oh, in the okay. script because this is what happens when you don't read my notes before you try to do the episode. <laughs> there is, so age play and age regression have a lot of similarities in their definitions and even sometimes in what they look like. Where you've got, you know, the somebody who's dressing different, they've got their stuffies, they've got their little, Sippy. their sippies, their backpacks, their pacifiers, diapers, coloring books, whatever. But they're not, they're, they're really not the same as much as they may appear to be. So age play, for instance, is truly adults. It is absolutely adults. They don't forget they're an adult. They don't ever think that they're not an adult. Yeah, if something happens when you're, if you're an age player and something happens when you're in little space, you can snap back into adult space. Yeah. It's it's not difficult. 
Mm-hmm. I don't have a single friend that can't just switch back into being an adult. Exactly. And age players are only adults. Mm-hmm. Age regression includes people who are under 18. Uh, yeah, I, I have seen that. I have run across, especially on social media, a lot of 15, 16, 17 year olds who participate and identify as age regression. I cannot speak today. I'll have to take my teeth out, fix things and put them back in. (laughs) What? Because I'm old. Age (laughs) regressors. God, fuck. I'm going to come up with other words. Uh, Words are hard. I'm tired. I was up late last night. Okay. Say resources. Resources. Uh Say regressors. Regressors. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I mean? All righty. Yeah. So they're not, sometimes they are minors, which sort of makes me laugh. They're minors regressing to a younger age. Yeah. Who the heck is a minor that wants to be younger? Most, everybody my age when I was in high school wanted to be older. Like all you can do is just wait to be older. And then when you hit your 21, you're like, I want to go back. Oh my God. Then you hit your fifties and you got, they didn't warn me about this shit. (laughs) And nobody told me my bones would creak when I'd walk. 25 was when I realized, oh, shit. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I'm a quarter century old. Yeah, I'm over halfway done with my life. What's your point? Um, yeah, I know. Right. Now, age play can be sexual or not sexual. Age regression is not sexual. Not at all. Period. End of story. Another significant difference is that age play is always voluntary. While age regression can be voluntary, but it can also be involuntary. And sometimes when it's involuntary, it actually becomes a hindrance to the regressor's way of living because it prevents them from doing the adult things in life that they have to do. It's So for that one, it's not as easy to come back from that headspace. Like I said before, I don't know any little that I have... You know, I used to do little parties before COVID and we could all very easily just, okay, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I asked our patron group at one point for those who identify as littles or middles, and there was quite a few, were they able to snap back into adulthood immediately? And one person in particular actually said, no, it was not easy for them. And so they thought they might be an age regressor. I am going to present an argument to think about if you feel if you find yourself in that category it's hard for you to snap back the term little space started as an offshoot of subspace mm-hmm. can you snap back immediately from subspace not that well so sometimes when you're in little space it's just your version of subspace and so it makes sense you would not be able to snap out of it quickly doesn't mean you're in age regression it means you're in subspace That works for me because I think I've actually had that experience once or twice. Remember how I said that certain things that uh, daddy day, daddy day. Ha, ha, (laughs) words are not easy, are they? No. (laughs) Certain things that daddy (laughs) day. Drink coffee. Certain things that daddy does Mm -hmm. um, will set me into little space because it's, it's a version of subspace at that point. Right. If I'm just like you know, feeling little and I just want to do it just because like he says, good morning. And I'm like, morning, daddy. That's just me being, you know, automatically little when he says anything to me, but he can do or say certain things that trigger and put me into subspace, little space, whatever it is. And it's a little more difficult to get out of it. But if something happens, I still have no problem coming out of it. Like if it's an important thing that needs to get done, I'm I'm done. It's over. My head still might be needing a few minutes to adjust, but I can act like an adult. Like dog throws up or something. I'm I can adult. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's too thing. early in the morning for dog throw up. Oh, well, it's the only thing I could think of that would like be considered a somewhat emergency. Okay. I'll I'll agree, but just ew. Doorbell but- rings? Yeah, thank you. Okay. Doorbell rings, packages there. I'm I'm gonna be an adult again. Now see, now when package arrives, my middle comes out. Ooh, package, package for me. <laughs> Toys. <laughs> it's not oh, always a toy, but. Okay, it, so for example, yeah. I found these fucking adorable shoes last night. I was browsing around on Amazon. I need new boots. Okay, my boots are talking right now. So I found these super sweet Mary Janes and they Those were. Those are not boots. 
No. I found the boots. <laughs> I found replacement boots, but then I just went off. You just kept going. I just kept going. You didn't and there know was when like to stop. it was one of those here, if you like these, you would like these kind of situations that I just kept going. It was like browsing TikTok. You just keep going. And I found these shoes just and they were Mary Jane's and they were little patent shopping. leather Mary Jane's and shut up and I'm on a roll. And they were like two-tone black and white little Mary Janes that looked like they were from the 20s or something. And I was like, oh my God. And then I kept clicking on all the different colors. Did they have pink? <gasps> they did. They had Marie Antoinette pink glittery shoes. Okay, you're going to have to send me the link. <laughs> so I sent the link to Daddy and I was like, oh, Daddy, look, Daddy, look, Daddy, look, the shoes. And he goes, uh-huh. I was like, no, Daddy, look, they're so cute. And he goes, yeah, baby. And I was like, no, I fucking sent you the link. Go look at the damn shoes. <laughs> so like, he wasn't paying attention to me, so I adulted. Yeah. I was like, this is not getting through to you. My little is not actually getting through to you. He's daddying me right now and humoring me. So I was like, nope, adult time. Pay attention. <laughs> I need a husband, not a daddy. No, that one I really want a daddy to look because I kind of hope he buys them for me as a present. But they were really cute too. <laughs> so as I said, there's a group of us who do not use, we're not comfortable with the term age player because we never think of it as playing. It's just a part of who we are. And I'm not really sure exactly where we fit other than we still identify as kinksters. So we're not really age regressors. So it's and it's weird because it can be a kink because it is part of it can be a power exchange dynamic. Right. It is definitely a power exchange dynamic in my case. I am 24-7 daddy little. He makes rules. Like it's kind of like any other dom sub situation. But it's a little more specific. Little. It's a yeah. little more specific. Like, he makes water for me to drink. He does make sure that I drink my water. I'm in a very specific water regimen, but I call it daddy water because he makes it. And he he has to make it or it doesn't taste good. Okay. That's, it's part of it. I understand. Or he, um, what's the other thing that he, I don't know if the underwear really counts. No, because that's not really a little thing. I don't think thing. that's a little thing. That's just a DS thing. I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head right, right. now. But like, you know, we'll do little things like he boops my snoot. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, toasty feeties. Yes. That's a little thing. Mm-hmm. And the tuckies at night, ha- these have to happen. And these are daddy taking care of the little. It, my sub persona doesn't really exist without the little part of it so it is a power exchange dynamic in my case but as soon as we have sex it's gone i would hope so it's gone it has no place for sex i roll over and i'm like mistress instantaneously Mm -hmm. i think i've said this multiple times on this podcast before my little does not have sex with daddy yeah some do some don't and there's nothing wrong. If your little is sexual, there's nothing wrong with it. My middle is sexual because I don't know any 15, 16 year old that isn't fucking sexual, <laughs> whether they actually participate in it or just want to participate in it. Right. A lot of the big problem that I've seen is the fact that both age play community and the age regressor community uses the terms little, little space and caregiver. Now, the history, yeah. be- the history behind this is the Kingsters came up with it first. If we're going to lay claim. The Kingsters came up with the term little and little space first. And as I said, little space came out of subspace. It is the subspace you feel when you are little. That's little space. We also have pet space. Right. If we were talking about pets, right. absolutely. Yeah, just saying it's similar. Right. So... We started using it, and from what I can see in my in my research, it may have been as far back as the 80s, you know, before you were born, bitch. Um, that's how far they were used long ago. They were using it. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Then in about the 90s, Tumblr <laughs> and the age regression community, and they call, and I'm probably not even pronouncing this right. I don't know if it's called... Adrey, Agare, they spell it A-G-E-R-E. I have no idea how that would be pronounced. That community kind of grew on Tumblr and started using the terms little. Now, what's interesting is, is Kingsters see both communities using it and go, okay, we can use the same term and have it mean different things, right? Mm -hmm. Lots of communities use the same words and 
have different meanings to it. The age regression community is having a little more complication wrapping their head around the idea that two different communities could use the same word and use it differently. Well, tell you what, we caught it. We got it first, so you right? can just step off. If you're going to be obnoxious about it, we can say, yeah, na-na-na-boo-boo, we did it first, mm-hmm. which is what we might do if we are in our role-playing little space because that's something you would do. Well, yeah. Yeah. So on TikTok, a creator did a post where he talked about the fact that age, littles are not kinky. They're not, hush up, you'll have your chance. I'll, I'll speak and then you. I will just shut up and let you go. That they are not able to consent, littles, and that if it is sexual, that's disgusting. And people who want to participate with littles in a sexual nature are pedophiles. And it's all disgusting and shaming everybody who does this. All right, go. Was this my ex-husband? Go. Okay, so first of all, littles are kinksters. I don't know anybody who does the little stuff that isn't an actual kinkster. Like I've said before, it is part of a subspace scenario. It is part of a dynamic. It can be all these things. But I've also seen people who little out with other littles and don't need a daddy or a caregiver or a mommy or an auntie or anything else to go and do what they need to do. I see another little in a club. I'm going to go little out with that little. I don't need daddy. I've been a little since before I even had a daddy, even though it took me like two years to figure this out. Okay. So that's rant number one. Number two, calling people a pedophile who like to play with other adults Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Just because you like your dog, does that mean you're into bestiality? No. Okay, that was point number two. Point number three. If you don't fucking know what you're talking about, stop calling yourself a creator. You done yet? Nope. Okay. I just lost my train of thought and I had to take a breath. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I saw that and I just lost it. That was not how I wanted to wake up and, and view my the first thing in yeah, the morning. Yeah, I had... I had taken this TikTok and I shared the link in our patron group and oh, and then I just sat back and watched the fireworks. My heart is actually pounding right now. I, I, I know. You sure it's not the caffeine? No, no, no. Because oh, sorry, it's on you the left floor. Caffeine. Oh, okay. I, no, I went and got and it. Got it's it. just on the floor. I just, I, that really fucking pisses me off. For as long as it took me to get to this point where I could accept myself to that my ex-husband called my little disgusting. And that was before I even, or he even knew what a little was. I have always been into coloring books and stuffies. I brought those with me on our freaking honeymoon. Okay. That's how much of a little I am. And at that, and watching my little ponies all the time. I'm a fucking little. Clearly. My key, I still have a bro, uh, BronyCon keychain. A what? <laughs> BronyCon? It's a convention for my little pony addicts. There's a fucking convention for my little pony addicts? Mm, and the men are called bronies. Huh. Because, you know, bro. And this is why I am the token non-nerd in this Except group. that you're Pinkie Pie. Only because you guys pointed it out. You were so Pinkie Pie. I mean, I think everybody agrees that you're Pinkie Pie. I, well, having finally been forced to watch my pony, I can't disagree. You're welcome. But... I watched it under duress. I was not, was not yeah. voluntary. I came over on a recording day and, po- and, and, and just made showed me it to watch her. It. I, she, I made her watch she it. She threatened to hurt me if I didn't watch it. But you like being hurt. So why'd you watch it? That's true. Yeah. Because I don't only want to be hurt by people who want to hurt me. You you would have done it out of anger. You wouldn't have enjoyed it. Yeah, I would have. Really? Yeah. No, I would have. Is it time to slap happy? <laughs> Is it slap happy time? <laughs> Probably. Oh, I think a sticker. Slap happy time. <laughs> Time to slap me and I get happy. (laughs) All right. So the point is, I watched this video and this guy was going off about how uh, I think he was mostly talking about people who like to have sex and be in relationships with littles. Uh Uh-huh. He was okay if you're in a relationship with the little as long as you're not fucking them. That's stupid. Okay, because a big part of relationships are sex. If you're in like a relationship relationship, if you're just in a power dynamic well, I guess not just, but if you're in a power dynamic, non-sexual relationship that is caregiver little, he was okay with that. But me and my husband, nope, I'm mad. 
I'm so mad. My I, heart I, is I, absolutely I, pounding. That's why I'm just sitting here letting you talk. I just, I just think that's so wrong. And it's not, and I, he was also confusing age regression with age play. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was talking about littles can't consent. Mm-hmm. Because if you're so deep into the little headspace, you are like, I don't know, four years old and four year olds can't consent. Okay. That's true. Four year olds can't consent. A physical, biological four year old, duh cannot consent i'm not for well and here's the other thing too even those of us who are age players consenting in little space because again little space is our version of subspace i don't know that that would be the appropriate time to consent but what you've done is you've consented before you've gotten into that headspace i consent before during and after it's it's (laughs) Back me up if I'm if I'm wrong, you can tear me apart, sure. But from my experience and from the people that I have hung out with, as far and, and like I said, I used to host Littles parties and we would all talk about this. I had a Discord that was Littles based, I mean, whole nine yards. We've had lots of discussion about this. We consent. Every time. An age regressor who's going through therapy because of some traumatic experience. I'll grant you, probably not the best to have sex with that person. They're not in a mental headspace where they can do that. They probably shouldn't be having sex with anyone at that point. If they're if they're needing therapy for a past trauma about that, they need to refrain. Aren't you supposed to refrain from relationships if you're getting over a trauma for the moment or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. There's lots of different thoughts on that. I don't know. I'm not a shrink, but... In which case, then we wouldn't have rebound relationships. Yeah, well, you're technically, I guess, therapeutically not supposed to do that either. But anyway, you have to have a rebound relationship because that's not the person you end up with. You go rebound relationships, you go on to the next person, but that's the healing process. Just a thought. Oh, my poor second husband. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's basically what he was. Yeah, then a rebound. Um, that, that, so was my second husband. It lasted a really long time. Yeah, 17 years. It's all good. Nine years, but cool. I, I, I heal slowly. <laughs> but yeah, so my thing is, though, I just, that made me so sad as well as mad. Like, I was mad first, but it's also kind of depressing that somebody would go off on on a public rant like that and not have any research. He was very clearly confusing the two terms. Exactly. And he, for me, the problem wasn't even that he was confusing the two terms. It was that when we pointed out to him, he was confusing the two terms. He doubled down. He doubled down. And left a whole bunch of people invalidated. I made posts explaining this. And I had comments from people going, thank you so much because I was thinking I was doing it all wrong. Oh, God. No, you're not, honey. Or I thought I was validated. And it's why... I would stress strongly for those who identify as a kinkster, don't use the term age regressor. Stick to the term age player. Because when you add the word play, hopefully it'll make people see it's a form of role playing. We're still adults. We consent. The way I think about it, though, is when we kink, when we do a scene, we call it playing, don't we? Yes. So this is a form of kink play. Hence the age play. Right. And li- being little can be a kink. Not all kinks are sexual. Just because oh, it's not. Say that, say that again. What? Say that again. Not yeah. all kinks are sexual. Thank you. Rara getting beat. Not sexual. Me doing electro play. Not sexual. Us being in little space. Well, me being in little space. Not sexual. Yeah, my middle's a hoe. <laughs> needs to be a sticker you're just sipping coffee my middle's a hoe (laughs) she did it so deadpan too oh my god sometimes i wish we like video recorded this shit (laughs) anyway all right are you 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 good there hoe (laughs) listen i'm when you reach my age being a hoe is fine because first of all the fact that anybody still thinks i'm sexy as hell that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 56 and I'm I'm still turning people on. I'm so okay with this. Do you know what my favorite thing was? And during a past interview that we did, she, she 
the uh the the girl who does the um dominating online she has only fans yeah. and all of that she called herself an eho oh yeah i was like dude that's fantastic and that episode was just a few episodes ago in the future <laughs> I don't know. this whole recording it's, in the it's very confusing <laughs> i'm recording in the past listening in the future i don't know um wow yeah i'm gone i'm just gonna drink my coffee i'm so confused right now <laughs> all right i think one of the things that we're running into is that there's still a lot of controversy around age play littles middles and all that you know we we as kinksters like to go oh we don't kink shame we don't you shouldn't kink shame and yet oh I, there's a lot right i find kink shaming specifically about this kink you know, I who do crazy shit with blood play don't get as much grief about my blood play craziness as about the middle. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get it from me. I do. But and I get but it. From, that's that's more I get of an it. inside joke at this right, point. Yeah. It's not really shaming. I just do it to mess with her. Right. Well, and one of the questions that somebody asked me recently was, did I have difficulty accepting my little middle? And I'll, I'll let Dara talk about hers in a second, but I, I'm going to actually, I'm going to let you talk about it first because mine is going to build off of yours. So the question is, did you have difficulty accepting your little? Yes, very oh. much. It took, um, you were there for a lot of it. Um, yeah, because when I met Dara, she did not, at least to me, not identify as a little. Not I, not at all at that point because um, we met at that party and we bonded over tiaras and Harry Potter, which should have been a signal. Probably. But at that point, I had literally just learned about it. And again, I, I said this in a previous episode, but I'll reiterate for those who skip around. The way I found out what a little even was, was I was bopping around on World of Warcraft like you do. And somebody in my guild it was actually a BDSM educational guild, which was awesome, said something about needing a hug. And I whispered them and I said, jumps into your arms and gives you a big old octopus hug. Hi, there. Do you feel better now? I had literally never seen this person in my life. First time I'd ever met them online. And he was like, oh, hey, little one, you uh, you made me feel so much better. Because he, of course, thought I already knew what I was doing. And I was like, little one, what? And he goes, yeah, you're, you're a little, aren't you? And I'm like, no, the fuck is a little? And he explained. And I went, no, I'm not. I'm absolutely not. No. Because in my head, I was thinking the same thing that everybody else thinks when they first hear it and pedophilia. Or I immediately went back to an episode of who the fuck knows what this show was. It must have been on media. But this this girl was just in a diaper all the time. And they had this huge playroom and a crib and everything. And she was into ABDL. And my first thought was, ew, when I first saw this. That was that was my reaction because bodily fluids. Now, yeah, you have an issue with bodily. I fluids. do. So bodily fluids is still ew to me. It, it will be just because I have like a personal vendetta against bodily fluids. But everything else about it, no, not ew. You're gonna hate it when you're my age and you are one good sneeze or cough away from a pee accident. Ew. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. stop talking. Sorry. Oh, God, why do you have to do that? <laughs> so, like, is incontinence also, play part uh, of the geriatric re- age play Remember, thing? I'm also a sadist. Um, yeah, mental sadist at this point. Yep. But, so, we, I actually became friends with this guy, and we still kept talking, and he became somewhat of an online dom to me, and we started exploring, First time I ever hit subspace was with a scene with him over voice chat because let me tell you, this man's accent was enough to blow my mind, literally blew my mind for three days. I was high off of his accent and his voice. It was a very good voice. So the the thing that he used to do, though, is he used to give me like a list. What do you do when you're sick? What do you watch? And it was like Avatar The Last Airbender and My Little Ponies. I still do that. And he says, okay, and uh, how many stuffies do you have? And I counted and I told him and it was like an astronomically stupid number. He goes, okay, have you named them? And I said, yeah, every single one. I can still go home and name every single one of my stuffies. And this was before I was a little. Coloring books, crayons, colored pencils, markers, glitter, everything, hair bows. 
big into hair bows. Even when my hair was super short pixie, hair bows, fascinators, hats, nail polish, everything glitter, jellies, bangles. I can, the list keeps going. And he goes, yeah, honey, you're a little. Surprise. Still, no. Uh, Yes. No. Yes. Probably. Yeah. I refused to call him daddy for two years. I refused to call anybody daddy for two years. And then I went daddy hunting. Yeah. So, Rara, you were there for most of that, for my daddy hunting extravaganza. I know you are into now. You wear a bib at dinner. Yes. With meals. You'll drink out of a sippy cup. Mm -hmm. Did you have difficulty accepting bibs and sippy cups and your passy slash chew toys? Those were the last things to happen. Those were the things that came about after I was exploring being a little with daddy. Um, He started by giving me stuffies all the time that I would name immediately. Like, I think I was two or three weeks into our relationship and we went to a petting zoo and he bought me a little horse and I immediately named it Jericho. Like looking at it, its name was Jericho. My stuffies are not named unless they came with names. And the few that I have given names to, I have been told my names are lame. Yeah, by your daughter. Yeah, well, um, you know, everything I do is lame according well, to her. Of course, because she's what, a teenager. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, though, and I, I, this was well after I was done um, with that online dom and I had had, what, one or two people in between until I met daddy. He's the only one I've ever actually wanted to call daddy. And it was at that point when I felt comfortable enough calling him that, that I started really, really, because before I think I was five or six. The three-year-old part didn't come until I started like really Mm -hmm. getting into it and hanging out with more and more littles because somebody brought over a passy shaped like a raspberry and it had the ridges. And the first thing I wanted to do was get that thing in my mouth and feel the ridges on my tongue. We We washed it. I tried it. We washed it again. I went on Amazon. I bought two. I now have baby chew toys. You know what? You you get the teething rings. Mm -hmm. I have those all over the house. Okay. Good thing the dog hasn't found them yet. But um, yeah, it those were 100% the last things to show up. And now I can't imagine my, my life without them. I had no difficulty at all accepting that part of me. Long before I even discovered the kink world, my family used to tease me. There was a teenager living inside my middle-aged woman's body. <laughs> So I'd already had it in my head for a long time. And as a teenager, which is what my middle identifies with, I'm not into those things. I mean, no teenager is. It didn't dawn on me, my obsession with Twilight. It didn't dawn on me, my obsession with High School Musical. Should we tell that story? Which one? The High School Musical story about what you did to me. Make Try to make you watch these things? Yeah. Well, no, it's um the, the Huma Huma Nuka Nuka Oh my God, yes. Okay, so <laughs> I mentioned the state fish of Hawaii. We the- were, we let's just say we were having our virtual munch for our patron group. And I mentioned this fish, Huma Huma Nuka It's a Hawaiian fish. My dad's an ichthyologist. I freaking right. know fish. And she thought like nobody else would know this. Because normal people don't. I have heard of this fish. The reason I've heard of this fish is because it was a song in High School Musical 2. And my mouth hit the floor. I was like, are you serious? Why the hell would they make this a song? Who who greenlit that? And then I gave them the YouTube link and we all watched the scene from the movie together. I lost my shit. It's different, which is why it did not make the cut for the original movie. And it's in the outtakes Thank section God. of the DVD. Thank God, because even the actors were like, what the fuck am I saying? You could see it. They weren't acting right. it very well. But then again, nobody in High School Musical right. actually acts but well. I'm the one who I watched High School Musical by myself, and then I got my family involved. I'm the one who dragged my family out to the movie theater when High School Musical 3 came out in movies, theater first. I'd never heard of Middles and Little, so I didn't think twice about it. This was just my quirky side. My family accepted it. This is who I was. And when I first joined the lifestyle, I found out about Littles as part of my research. Because again, I read Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) And then I did like two to three years of research before I ever joined FetLife. So I'd already knew about Littles. 
knew nothing about middles, never heard the term middle. And I just said, well, I'm pretty sure I'm a little, but I'm not into those things. I'm not into pacifiers and bibs. I mean, I, I tried coloring books for a while because the Dom that I had at the time, he who must not be named, was really into that and loved when I would color. So I, I, I have a huge collection, if you're ever interested in wanting it, because I don't touch it anymore. Yeah. Of colored pencils <gasps> and... Are you giving them away? We'll talk, yeah. Yeah. Colored pencils and crayons. I mean, I have a whole storage container of this shit. And I don't do it anymore because it's very stressful for me because I believe strongly in coloring in in the lines. So coloring these things and worrying that I'm going to be within the lines is really stressful. Okay, so I have an app for you. It's a it's a color by number. I've app. done those apps. I just it's not it's not my thing. The coloring. Okay, I, I right? use that thing all the time. It's a stress I find reliever. It, see, and I find it really stressful. Okay. Am I choosing the right colors? Does it look good? Does it not look good? I like mandalas. Those are my fa- were my favorite to color because they were patterns. Yeah, I like mandalas too. That's actually where I think I started. So I could do patterns, which made my Virgo OCD heart really happy. But then the stress of was I picking the right colors and does this look color look good next to that? It anyway. I'm in therapy. It's all good. Well, I should be. I'm not in therapy. I should be, but that's a whole nother story. So I, I had no, my only difficulty was going, well, little doesn't really match me, mm-hmm. but I definitely recognize that I'm a baby girl and I want a daddy dom and I'm in this area. Then within the first four months of being on FetLife, I came across a group of middles and I read it and I went, ding, 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 ding. That's what I am. I'm not a little. I am a middle. And so once I found that, it all clicked and I was happy. Baby Girl Rara was happy because it made sense. I mean, my name when I first started on FetLife was Little Rara. Yeah, I remember that. And it was both an homage to the fact that I identified as a baby girl and a little as the fact that I'm physically little. Right. I think your new one is better, though. Well, princesses matches me so much better. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's, I had no difficulty accepting it, but I also wasn't having to accept that a grown ass woman wants a pacifier or a grown ass woman wants a sippy cup or a grown ass woman wants a diaper. It's easy enough for the grown ass woman to be like, I really like this music or I'm into makeup. I know a lot of adult women who are into makeup who probably aren't littles or middles. They just like makeup. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it was not a difficult concept to hold on to. It just, it actually took everything I knew about myself and gave it a name so I could go, aha. It did to me too. I just resisted it. Well, as I said, right, for you, I can understand resisting the things that you're into. Because they're way younger and they're way not usual. Yeah. It, for a woman to li- to like High School Musical, you know, listen, I certainly wasn't the only Twy Mom. It's, it's more socially acceptable. Yes. I was not the only Twy Mom, trust me. Mm -hmm. When the fifth movie came out, I went to an all-day marathon, got online at seven in the morning to make sure we got good seats. I was not the oldest person in that movie theater, and there were a lot of women there my age. So again, here was something that I was doing normally that now with my knowledge, I know is a middle thing to do, but at the time, I fit in fine. And here's me, the little, going, ew, no, anything but that. And the adult is also going, ew, no, anything but that. Like well, That's okay. No- uh, my adult and my middle are looking at your pony obsession and your, was it briny? Brony. Brony. Con thing, whatever, going, what the fuck? Right. So we're allowed to do that. That's uh-huh. totally fine. Told- well, you and I have permission to judge each other. So exactly. That's And, and kink shame. That's. That's but odd. only to each other. Only to each other. Mm-hmm. So I just look at Rara and go, "The fuck." Yeah, but both. It's funny because both my little and my adult side are going <laughs> no, and my middle and adult side look at what you're into and go no. Exactly. So it works out really well. Works out fine. But yeah, it just becoming a middle was very identifying as a middle was super easy to accept because I'd already accepted all these parts of myself. I just didn't know there was a name. I think, okay, so liking Disney and Disney music and going to see, like, I would take my brother to the movies with me just so I had an excuse to go see the Disney movies as an adult. I I went to my neighbor when I was a teenager and said, can I borrow your son so I could go see the Muppet, the great, was it the great Muppet caper? (laughs) And it was really cute because this was, again, so long ago 
they didn't have those cool booster seats that you could put in the, at the movie theater now. Uh-huh. So I had to sit sideways with my legs over the arm to hold down his chair because he didn't weigh enough. Oh my god, that's for the so chair cute. to stay down. Okay, so one of the other things that I just realized, and again, I used to use my brother as so much of an excuse for these things. Guess what my favorite uh, TV show was that we watched every single night? And by my favorite, I mean it was actually my brother's favorite, and I just you know tolerated watching it because it so was that for wasn't him. My Little Pony because you already admitted that wasn't that. that was not okay. So what that was, was it? Th- well, okay, so My Little Ponies was a thing in the eighties, and that's what I watched as a kid. But like the new version, that wasn't out yet. Okay, it was Rugrats. Okay, I love Rugrats. I freaking adore Rugrats. We watched every single episode. We watched all the movies. Who my let brother- the dogs out? Who? 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 Yeah. Oh my god! And then <laughs> Reptar. Oh my god! We fucking agree on something. Oh, the Rugrats is the shit though. Dill pickles. Oh my god, that's the funniest damn name. I re- I just I, I just, remember I just watched the movie two days ago. For real? It took you that long? No, I've seen it before, but it was on Netflix and it was leaving as of December thirty first. So I hurried up and watched. Oh it. yeah, no, we have them. Like my brother has these movies, and if I go and I like, hang out at their house, I'll watch them. Oh my god, you know what my We're favorite bond episode was? Over Rugrats. You know, you know how yesterday at the lunch thing, I was talking about how like if you smell like if you get sprayed with a skunk, yeah, what do you do? You bathe in borscht because that was a Rugrats episode. Well, yeah, because. Dee Dee's parent, Dee Dee's Jewish. Dee Dee's parents are Jewish. Yeah, that's and why they made a, a big pot of borscht. Of course, yes. <laughs> that's how I learned oh about God. Jewish I, stuff. I, and the Rugrats Passover. I love the Rugrats Passover with the Pharaoh. Uh, yes, and I also just I love the one where like Tommy is constantly taking the screwdriver out of his diaper. Yes. and getting out. Like, damn, these kids are smart. Oh my God! Oh, sorry, folks, we just totally. Little middled out there for a moment. Right, and it's the one thing that the little in the middle agree on. (laughs) I loved Angelica because she's such a princess. Come on. Have you heard the fan theory behind the entirety of Rugrats? No. Okay. So spoiler, the Rugrats are not real. What? Every single one of them is a figment of Angelica's imagination. Huh. You should read it. Oh, I'm gonna have to find that. I think it was originally on Tumblr. Well, that would make sense. It's Tumblr. Right. But um, it's like Angelica's compensation for being an only child. Uh, there's a fan theory about Cynthia. There's like tons of stuff. Phil and Lil. Phil and Phil. Oh, my God. So that's the worst one. Well, one of the worst ones. Phil and Lil are. Well, I, you know what? I can't even say it. Like you just you have to look at it. There's like miscarriages and abortions and like all oh my God. death and childbirth. I mean, every single one of these babies apparently is like Angelica's compensation for trauma. Oh, my God. I just ruined Rugrats for a lot of people. I know. But it's all good because Borscht fixes skunk smell. <laughs> I I, I'm wrong. sorry. I need a minute here. <laughs> Carry on. I'm just going to deal with this. Anyway, so Rugrats and My Little Ponies are very similar. <laughs> She's laughing and crying at the same time. I win. Oh my God. Help. Just somebody send help. <laughs> but no, hey, we agreed. Yeah. Rugrats. That's- I agreed with Rugrats are awesome. Not that they're all based upon Angelica's trauma and they're not real. Well, I refuse to believe that. Okay, no, I don't believe that either, because clearly Rugrats are too awesome for that shit. Yeah. But it's like somebody's weird psychological delve into a cartoon. Listen, I'm still getting over the fact that St. Elsewhere is just a snow globe. Huh? Yeah, again, your our older listeners will know what I'm talking about. There was a show. This is where Denzel Washington got his start. We are so off fucking topic, but this is fascinating. This was Denzel Washington's show that he got his start on before he became a big movie star. Mm-hmm. He was on a show called St. Elsewhere, and it took place in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters, the doctors, had a son who was autistic. And the very the the last actual episode of the show ever that closed it out discovered that yes, there was this autistic child, and he had a snow globe. And within the snow globe was this was this hospital. And the whole thing that we've been watching for years of St. Elsewhere was actually just out of his imagination from the snow globe. Not since Bobby and the shower on Dallas have I been so upset with something. And I know you don't know about that either. I know about the shower from Psycho. No. Dallas did a whole year where they lost a couple characters and the storyline went so far off in all the 
fans were really, really upset. So when the show came back a year later, one of the characters who had been killed was in the shower. Having what, a shower thought? And apparently the whole thing was his wife's dream. The whole last season never actually happened. It was his wife's Maybe nightmare. they should have done that with Game of Thrones. So, yeah. So what this has to do with age play, I have no idea. But now that we've ed- I've educated all you youngsters on old television it shows, has, I'm happy. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I got this. Okay. It has I'm to ready. do with age play because middles and littles make references to pop culture a lot. Okay, I can go with that. Yeah. All right. I just made that up. Yeah, okay. So I think maybe this is a good point where we should end since we've just gone. We are, so, we're gone. We're just gone. <laughs> and I need to look up this Rugrats theory and I may regret it. So. You're going to regret it. I guarantee so you. So why don't did you do tell it. me about it? Uh, because sadist? Masochist? So I'm going to go look it up. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast and check out our pink kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.